Welcome back, guys. Best of 2020, the award show. We've got best three albums, top ten songs, best verse, worst verse, whole heap of awards. What do you want to start with? Well, let's build up <laughs> to the albums, because that's like what everyone's here for. So why don't you pick a category? All right, well, what do you reckon about best up-and-comer? All right, let's go. Um, I did, um, oh, no, you go, you go. I did The Kid Leroy. So did I, actually. Did My you answer actually? is The Kid Leroy as well. There you go. I think he's already up and comes a little bit. Comed. But he's, <laughs> but he's, he's not quite comethed just yeah. yet. He hasn't he's, quite arrived. Yeah. Like, he's not as big as he will be. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, there's definitely much further for this guy to go. He's got, like, a very commercial sound, but he still sounds different enough yeah. to be his own person. Yeah. And he's still young, so he's got a lot of time to get on the grind mm -hmm. and work on himself. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to King Von and Pop Smoke as well. Both yeah. passed away earlier this year, um, and definitely would have been coming up as well. yeah, would have been in the running for this category. So yeah. um, I've got to give credit to them. But yeah, I also did the Kid Leroy. Yeah, have you seen any like interviews or anything with him? Just being him? No, because he's like a pretty cool dude. He's got like a really good attitude. And like personality as well, which will definitely help with um with the mainstream. Mm -hmm. Biggest flop. There's a few for this, <laughs> but ultimately I went with Tory Lanez. I think his album really? was good, okay. but can't be shooting people. Yeah. yeah. And did you see the thing where he went on like Instagram Live to defend himself? Yeah. For like half an hour or some shit. What an idiot. Yeah. Like he literally fumbled to the bag. He really did. To the highest degree. Like, he had everything going for him. Yeah. His album was good this yeah. year. Like, at Stupid the start of the year. Banger. But then he fumbled the He just cancelled himself. Yeah. What an idiot. And, like, the cancel culture didn't even surround himself that much. Everyone's not even giving him that credit. Yeah. Everyone's just, bye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wish I focused more on people, actually. I just did an album. Right. But it was uh, St. John's. St. John's. I could, I could understand that. Mm. But... He had so much going for him. Not a single bad song. The thing, I've looked back on the album and I've looked back on the review <laughs> and I don't think we're wrong with what we're saying, but I no. think that St. John realised that he was in... Like, this is different to Worst Album because this isn't the Worst Album of the Year. No. This is the biggest flop. Highest expectations sort of thing. Yeah. And I think St. John realised that like he's really famous now. Like, but he hasn't had any music since, like, Superstardom. Yeah. Because, obviously, like, he came up through TikTok and yeah. the remix of um, Roses. And this was just sort of like, I have nothing out right now. I need to capitalize on this. Oh, Which, so it's just him moving quick, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, okay. hopefully, when a real project comes out next year, hopefully, yeah, it can be better. But I yeah. agree. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good, like, analysis. I, I hope that's what it is. But I would say, like... There's a good chance. Um, but yeah, that really stumped me. Yeah. He never had a bad song. Yeah. And there wasn't a good one on this. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, but I think honourable mention would be 03 Greedo and Ron Ron the producer on Loaded Up Volume 1. Mm. That was horrible. All right, you can pick the next one. All right, let's move on to best lyric. Best lyric, okay. Take it away. I had a few, but my best lyric was 
Killer Mike on walking through or in the snow. I can't remember. I didn't actually write it down. Walking I just wrote through the snow, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I reviewed the album. So the lyric is, and every day on the evening news, they feed you fear for free. And you so numb, you watch the cops choke out a man like me until my voice goes from a shriek to whisper, I can't breathe. That is very, very powerful. Very um, poignant. Mm. And yeah, for me, the best lyric of the year. I think that's a very solid choice. What do you have? I went the complete opposite end of the spectrum, so mm-hmm. now I feel bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but um, I just went for which one made me laugh the hardest. All right. Which was by Giant Gorilla Dog Thing. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know which member it was of the group. There's three of them, but it was on the song with Andy. Right. I will not stop. I am undeterred. You shit it in your boxes. That's an undeterred. That's a good one. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. That's not bad. That's the perfect lyric. Yeah. And um, yeah, runner-up would 100% be uh, from Will Cherry's Graveyard Gravevine slash High Speed. All right. Which was um. I know what you're gonna wardrobe say. Wardrobe malfunction. I ball out. Yeah. That is. I, <laughs> yeah. I did. I did like that. I did like that. That's pretty high class. Shout out. Shout yeah. out. Shout right. out Will Cherry. Yeah. Best verse. Okay. What do you got for best verse? I honestly think, despite all of his other work, it's Vic Mensa's. Vic Mensa? On right. Too Honest with right. um, with St. John. That's the second verse specifically, where he's talking about how he found um, like a diary at his parents' house mm-hmm. that he wrote when he was five. Yeah. Just saying like that he doesn't want to live anymore mm. at five years old. Mm-hmm. And he's just saying, I can't imagine a child in that much pain. And just the emphasis in his voice as he's doing, like, it sounds like he's breaking down while rapping it. And it's very, very hard hitting. Yeah. Yeah, that's an incredibly genuine song. I haven't listened to Vic Mensa's discography. Yep. I pretty much only know that one and Liquor Locker. Oh, that's a good hit. That is a really good hit. But I don't think he's ever been this raw Mm. before. Yeah, very, very honest track from the man. I loved hearing it. All right, there you go. Well, I did What's Poppin' Remix and specifically Lil Wayne's verse. Mm -hmm. I just think he glided on that thing. I really enjoyed just like the whole whole flow of that was just... It was flawless for the minute he had or whatever it was. Like, there's not a bad part on that verse. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to Lil Wayne, What's Poppin' Remix. Fair enough. That, That is very solid. All right. Let's do worst, worst song. Song, yeah. Go on. Mine would definitely be that Gold Link hit, best rapper in the fucking world. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I don't even remember it. That was on a, a track review. I'll play that real quick. And it's like that for the whole song. Yeah, I remember it now. I've just skipped like to the end, like multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that one 100%. Like. There were worse songs than that. Like mm-hmm. anything on that Soldier Boy album that I did, pick any of them, it's worse than that. But Gold Link is usually good, and he's made that. Fair enough. You expect Soldier. So yeah, that one got worse song for me. All right. What did you bring? The worst song for me was Exo Tour Life Part 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a good song. That's all like, I have to say. Yeah. He took a great song and just made it worse. Yeah. 
I mean, that's that's a violation to XO Tour Life right there. <laughs> it honestly is. Alright, worst album. Hit me with it. Mine would 100% be that piece of shit Soldier Boy album. Fair Swag enough. Swag 3. Fair enough. First of all, the album name doesn't make any sense. And it's just a new level of mumble rap. And like, to me, what mumble rap is, is all about the melody. Yeah. Yeah, the, the different flows and ear holes. Ear, ear, ear holes. Show me your ear hole. <laughs> that the artist can bring. And he didn't have any of that. It was just incomprehensible. And yeah, it received the only zero out of ten I've ever given. It deserves the worst um, album of the decade, in my opinion. Alright. And we've only just started a new one. Well, my worst album, following a theme here, is Eternal Attack by Lil Uzi Vert. Not a good album. Yeah, I, f- I keep forgetting that that came out this year. It's just not good. No. It's so, like, like spaceshipy. It's so bland. Yeah. I don't remember any song off it except for Exo Tour Life Part 2. Not good. No, I can't remember Did it. Did not rate it. No. And, like, the fact that it, there was so much build-up to it as well. Mm. Like, there was a shit with Heaven's Gate. Oh, like, it was in the making for, like, four years or something. Yeah. What other album do you wait four years for? That's that bad. Doesn't exist. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the big boy. Best album. All right. Or top three. Did yeah. You top three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's your number three? All right. We'll go three, three, two, two, one, one. Mm-hmm. All right. Run the jewels. RTJ four. Mm-hmm. It's such an important album at an important time, and like even with like the message and the meanings aside. It's just a beautiful album sonically. Like Killer Mike and LP just work flawlessly together. Their energy levels just bounce off of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, with them doing like most of the producing themselves, everything just clicks way stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a really, really good pair and they just make good sounding tracks. They're very, like every element is very solid mm-hmm. and they've got something to say. Just every single layer of what a song needs to be is just strong for them so yeah if you haven't listened to this album yet do yourself a favour I give that one a mad respect out of 10 yeah <laughs> alright number 3 for me was a Japanese horror film by Chester Watson okay one that didn't get a lot of love this year um, and we didn't get to review it but yeah really great world world building great lyricism and I will say all 3 of my albums probably aren't for everyone and if you went away and listened to all 3 of these albums and said you didn't like them, I'd probably, I can understand that. So, just know that this is like a very monotonous, very sort of lo-fi, chill album. Okay. But really great um, world building and sort of you can imagine yourself living in sort of this album. Yeah. It's really great. And it has sort of, it reminds me a little bit of um, Liquid Swords by Jizza, sort of that same style, that same aesthetic. I'm sorry, that name always gets me. I can't hear or say that name. <laughs> And why did he name, why did he name himself that? I don't know. Probably before it meant anything else. Hasn't jizz been a word for a long time? I don't know. I don't know anything about the word jizz, except for its meaning. Like surely. Alright, let's move on to number Number two. two. Alright. Dominic Pikes. What could possibly go wrong in the second place? Um, only because it's not entirely tailored to my tastes. I Agree. Mine is also number two, oh, and I would are. say because it's not entirely rap either. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, in saying like it's not tailored to me, I don't expect anything to be. For me, it just it balanced perfectly on that line of well polished but raw sounding. Yeah. And like homemade, I guess. Which made it, it feel a lot more genuine and gave a much stronger connection to the like from the listener to Dom. Um, and there wasn't a single feature as well. He yeah. managed to do that by himself. Great album. Yeah. And very catchy. Very yeah. good. Yeah, it's got a lot of uh, ear holes on it. Mm. What was your number one? My number one was something that I'm very disappointed I didn't get to review because it was early in the year. Mm. We had that massive backlog of of stuff. Yeah. Big Conspiracy by Jay Huss. Yep. Fantastic album. Jay Huss is an English rapper. And really great use of like the rhythm and the flow and traditional UK hip hop, all that sort of stuff. And next year we're going to review his debut album, um, Common Sense. Um, on the show we're going to do a, like sort of like a throwback review once a month or so. So, but this sounded like a much more mature version and a much more polished version. He went away four years later, released this album. He'd been in prison in the meantime. He'd grown up from 21 to about 25, and more polished. J5, his producer, became an icon in UK hip-hop, and so with that came better production, became obviously more polished. They got more money, bigger budget. Great album all around. Big Conspiracy by J Huss, number one. There you go. Mate, solid. I actually didn't even know that released. Mm. I'll I'll need to give it a listen. Um, But my favourite would be also not that well known or not that much hype around it mm-hmm. but uh, Self-Medicated by Jelly Roll All right. I didn't know he existed before this album and he's become one of my favourite artists okay. I listen to this album pretty much all the time very rarely do I listen to anything else All right. Um, it's a very unique mix of genres right. um, like the beats he uses are typically a rock type guitar over a hip hop style like 808 drums mm-hmm. his content is quite emo alright and he's from Nashville so he's got a very like southern country accent alright very very twangy so yeah like with the emo man after my heart country not really my thing right. love rap love rock alright but uh I can get past the country All right, I can well. definitely see past that yeah he's not a common mix and I've never heard anyone like him so I think that does help him out um, the album's not full of good songs. There's like two that I sort of skip every now and then, but like the other fifteen songs are fantastic. There's, it's like just under an hour in total, and like yeah, incredibly enjoyable all throughout. And I'm always left with like two or three songs stuck in my head, like at all times. But let's play. Let's play one of our favourite songs from our favourite album. Go on, you go okay. first. What do you, what do you uh, got? What are you calling uh, out for the people to get into Jelly Roll? Rescue Me mm-hmm. by Snow Roll. This one features. What's his uh, name? Snow Roll. Did I say that? Yeah. I'm gonna say Jelly Roll. <laughs> it features uh, Star Lido. But yeah, this is Rescue Me.
those notes. And this is also him. Same guy that was just singing. Yeah. Very, very talented man. Alright. Alright, I'm gonna play play I'm gonna play play play. So there's a song called Play Play. Yes. Okay. And it's by Jay Haas, obviously, and featuring Burner Boy. If you remember last year we did a top ten songs, we're not gonna do that this year. Burner Boy featured on my number one track as well. So Okay, there you go. just to help demonstrate the range that this man has. So you heard him yelling out, I'm sending out an SOS. Somebody rescue me. Mm -hmm. This song is called Save Me. Somebody save me. He's such a good singer. Sonically, everything just goes exactly how you expect it to. And he's not at all what you expect him to look like, too. Like, what do you think this guy looks like? Looks like a yellow wolf. He's a big fella. Yeah. I do just want to give quick little shout out to Still My Hero uh, later on in the album it's about when he lost his dad yeah yeah it's very very touching saying you taught me how I should live you taught me how I should die um, yeah the one line that really got me I watched you move mountains for me now you're struggling to walk which was quite um yeah sort of heart wrenching to hear mm. but apparently his dad was very calm on his deathbed and was just happy that he lived a good life. So very, very touching song. Do we have anything else left? No, that's everything no, for the that's review. Awards, all right. There oh, we've go. got our um, predictions. Oh, yeah. So do you have a copy of your 2020 predictions? No. I don't even know where they are. I can't even remember what they were. No, I've only got mine. No. Well, I had predictions. They probably didn't come true. Well, I'll read through mine, because we have a copy of that. I don't know where yours would have gone. Um, But mine was for easy. Mm -hmm. We got four categories, easy, hard, Nostradamus, and wishful thinking. But uh, Post Malone will announce an album to be released mid-year. It will get delayed and actually released late 2020. Rip. Not true. Rip. Hard, Lil Pump, 
won't have a single popular song. I don't think that was hard. I feel like they could have been swapped around, those two. Oh, maybe, but he was really popping off last year. Nah. What do you mean, nah? He was. Harvard Dropout came out last year, and that yeah. was shit. No, so, it, was, it was actually, I liked it. It was no, actually pretty good. No. But um, that one did come true. I think they could have been flipped, but either way, you still got it right, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Nostradamus was Kanye won't release an album, because he released five last year. No, that was two years ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. No, he didn't release this year, though. Yeah. I wouldn't call that Nostradamus, to be honest. Yeah. But it did come true. Fair enough. And then Wishful Thinking was just Post Malone makes a rock album with Aerosmith or ACDC or a rock band. That one did not come true. Fair enough. But what are your predictions for this year, then? All right, easy. Drake releases number one album. I feel like that's cheating. Number one? Yeah. You reckon? Yeah, what do you mean? Drake could shit on the beat and it would still come number one. <laughs> um, so, number one by whose standard? Like, number one on the charts. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hard. Tyler, the creator, releases an album, but it is mediocre. Okay. He's released two great albums back to back, so... He has. Now, you're going to put a curse on him. Nostradamus. Dave releases the greatest UK rap album ever. Oh. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Sounds a tall order. And, wishful thinking, Jay-Z and Kanye West finally come together to release another classic album. Mm-hmm. That's my four. What's the, um, like, series called? Watch the Throne. That's it. I knew it had something to do with a chair. <laughs> My predictions for 2021. For Easy, Jack Harlow, and The Kid Leroy will increase in popularity. Okay. That's too easy, though. I feel like that is easy, yeah. Fair enough. So I'm going to guess by how much. Alright. Is that for hard? Well, that's also no, for that's easy. Also that's still for easy. for easy, mate. You're going hard on the easy. Right. Jack Harlow is currently at 18.4 million Spotify listeners. Okay, that's a lot. I think, I think that classifies his, him as already popular. Uh, he definitely is, but like he's not on the radio yet. Right. That's okay. like when Post Malone was like had released Congratulations. Like he was popular, but not on the radio yet. He's at like 30 mil now. Post Malone? Yeah. No, he's on like 50 or something, isn't he? Oh, he's, he's definitely way fucking higher than 18. Yeah. Either way. Go on, yeah. next on. So Jack Carl is currently at 18.4, mm-hmm. and the Kid Leroy is currently at 17.6. I'm guessing that they'll both be... At least double. At least double. At least double. So what's so that? By December million? next year, yeah, Jack. No. Point eight million. You need to bump this up. And that needs Roy to go to hard. At thirty-five point two million. No. That's mine. That's chance. my. That's my my easy prediction. That should be bumped up to hard. <laughs> There's no chance that's coming true. No, Jack Harlow. He's got the right formula. Jack Harlow's crap. I agree, but he seems to have the right formula. Formula. <laughs> Samalama, do malama. <laughs> um, and the kid Leroy is just a genuine guy. I think he'll that will pay off for him. I can't see them getting like seventy million combined. No, I reckon they will. And for hard, the last two years, Gucci Mane has dropped three albums every year, with the majority of them being over fifty minutes long. Uh-huh. Like that's that they are some long shits. My prediction is that Drake will release more albums than Gucci Mane. So Gucci could release zero and Drake could release one. Uh-huh. Or 
Gucci could release four and Drake could release nine. Well, I think you're banking on Gucci releasing zero at this point. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, my prediction is that Drake will release more. And then for Nostradamus, Frank Ocean drops an album. I think that could be in the works, you know. It could could be, be. because he released singles like ages ago now. Yeah, it's not a terrible shout. But I still think it will be delayed for another year. Uh, But wishful thinking is I just hope that music trend keeps going as it is, where uh, quantity seems to be less important. It's not about, like, the the hook anymore. Like, it still is kind of for, like, radio hits and TikTok songs, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, they're not, like, what's driving the industry. Mm -hmm. It's people like Tyler, the Creator, Brockhampton, like, Mm -hmm. people with a different, unique sound, Dominic Fike especially, creating quality. So I just hope that it it keeps going that way because we had a lot of really good releases this year. Um, I already said Dominic Fike. Uh, We had Clipping, uh, Open Mike Eagle, Joji, Slauson Malone, uh, Giant Gorilla Dog Thing. They're not like anywhere near as big, but stuff like that where it's it's quality. Fair enough. So I just hope it keeps moving in that direction. All right, well, be sure to tune in in one year. Yeah. See how we go. Compare the pair. Autobahn. What is it? Something like that. No, that's... You compare the market. Yeah, but what's the company? Autobahn is a company. No, but what's the market... What's the company that's... Or is that what the company's called? Compare, yeah, compare the, the market. market. That's a shit company, you know. No, that's compare the meerkat pair. Oh, that's Australian super. Yeah. Yeah, industry super. Oh, there you go. Good. I was off with the meerkats. All right, well... Be sure to tune in at later today because we've got our joint album review on Jack Harlow's That's What They All Say. See you then. That's a wrap. I've cut my tongue open.